Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Yeah, very good morning to you on this Friday morning. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell. Broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and also SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Good to be with you, Daniel Pedgrew, with you. It's Friday, the 2nd of September 2022, and we have a very, very busy show between now and 6 AM. We will look back at last night's Good win to the Parramatta Eels, 22 points to 14 in just a second. Well done to the Parramatta Eels, securing that top four spot. What about the AFL? The Lions just over Richmond last night. Thrilling way to start the AFL finals. We've got EPL, we've got US Open on as we speak, so plenty to get through. 0457 736 736 the number, or 1300 01 1170. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. So yes, it was the Melbourne Storm going down to the Parramatta Eels by 22 points to 14. It's solved a lot of the finals issues and I want to know on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, we are exactly, if you look at the date, exactly a month out from the 2022 NRL Grand Final. So you've seen what the Eels did last night. You know what Penrith have done throughout the year. You know what the Storm can do. And we've got these wild cards in the Roosters and South Sydney. Plus you throw the Sharks and the Cowboys in it as well. It's going to be one hell of a final series. Who is going to be there on Grand Final Day? Your two teams right now, who is going to be there in a month's time on Grand Final Day? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. You've seen the Eels last night. We've got an interesting game tonight between the Roosters and the Rabbitohs as well. Who is going to be their grand final day. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. As I mentioned, the Eels 22 14 over the storm. If you missed it, this is how it played out. <laughs> They come left-hand side. Oh, Dylan Brown, he looked like he created space. Now he's got up and went again. Was he held on the ground? Doesn't matter. Ashley Kine says, no, I think it's okay. He's going to point to the spot and say, Dylan, you've scored the first try tonight. The Parramatta Reels are leading 4-0. Here's last tackle. The numbers. Gutherson, Gutherson, tip on. Penasini spinning gets it down. Munster tried to hold him up. He couldn't. He bought one in the first half. He got it done early in the second half and extends the lead. They deserve it. Parramatta being the better side, and now they push it out. 
Just the one marker. He throws long, lovely pass to Sevo. Sevo! Here he goes. Away downfield. Hard to stop. They won't stop him. No monster. No fullback. No problem. Mike Sevo gets the try. And the Parramatta Reels celebrate. 18 mil the scoreline. And the Melbourne Storm have been put to bed. Grant out of dummy half. Grant slices through, scores the try. Was able to get around Isaiah Papalihi. So the Melbourne Storm celebrate. We're not quite done yet, gentlemen. 20 points to four, the scoreline. The left-hand side. Now, Smith comes down to Meany. They're all going the one way. Not Munster. Straightens up with a dummy. Ball back on the inside. Meany! He's going to get away from them. Got down low and scores. Sliding in under the post. Yeah, I thought Brad Arthur would probably have been pretty impressed with his team for the most part, but I think he would have been slightly annoyed about the fact that they let in those late tries. 22 points to 14 in the end for 65 minutes of that game. Parramatta's defence was very, very good. Mitchell Moses having a good game. Dylan Brown, I know Brandy uh, said on the Fox League coverage that I think he said he's the most improved player this year. He's been fantastic right throughout the year. And look, Parramatta, who four or five weeks ago, six weeks ago, we were sort of thinking, are they a chance of making or missing the top eight? They were in a bit of a form slump, and they had such a tough draw. Well, they've come through that with basically flying colours. They are looking pretty good at the right end of the season. Where do you put Parramatta now? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Are they a genuine title contender in this year's NRL competition? It's interesting, as I said, about six or seven weeks ago, we were sitting here and I was talking to Charlie Goodsir and we weren't sure whether Para would make the top eight. Now they're in the top four and they're playing some good footy. Clint Gutherson very good last night as well. On the flip side, the Melbourne Storm... I know they were without Jerome Hughes and still have a couple of injuries. That's two losses in a row now to two other top eight teams. It was a very physical and intense match last weekend, last Friday night against the Roosters, and maybe, maybe that took a bit out of them. But where do you put Melbourne? They're going to be playing in an elimination final. We'll go through that in a second, what all that means from last night. But where do you put Melbourne now? I think they'll get through next week, but... When they come up against a harder team in week two, I don't know. You never write the storm off, that's for sure. But, gee, I don't know. They've been struggling a bit against the top teams. So where do you put Melbourne now? But do you give Parramatta a genuine chance of winning this year's competition? Now, what it has done, that victory, is it's answered a lot of questions. Not all of them, but answered a lot of questions in terms of the top eight. So basically what we are looking at now next week is Penrith will host Parramatta in a qualifying final. That'll be sold out very quickly. I would be imagining that would be on a Friday night, but we'll wait and see if that's what the NRL decide to do. So Parramatta, uh, Penrith Parramatta, uh, one at play four. Now two play three will definitely be, this is barring any minor miracles with, um, for and against in any of these finals, but uh, two play three will definitely be Sharks and Cowboys. The only question on that one is looking at the ladder, where 
that will uh, be played. Of course, the Sharks on 36, the Cowboys on 34, but uh, that could still change. But it will definitely be Sharks-Cowboys 2 play 3. Now, 5 play 8, Melbourne will host a home elimination final, either against the Canberra Raiders or the Brisbane Broncos, depending what is happening there, which means 6 play 7, and they're playing tonight. They'll play again next week. The Roosters will play South Sydney in an elimination final. So you think the build-up to tonight's going to be big? Wait until next week. The only question mark on that is where that will be played, whether that's played at the new Allianz Stadium or at a core stadium, and that will be uh, decided tonight on whoever wins tonight. So Panthers Eels first week of the final, Sharks Cowboys locked in, Storm either up against the Raiders or the Broncos, and Roosters Rabbitohs for two weeks in a row. Elimination final. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how much impact that has on the game tonight. I know Joseph Suali was ruled out um, with a shoulder injury. They can't rest too many players, though, because both teams have already named their squads. So, lots on our agenda. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. We are a month out exactly from the 2022 NRL Grand Final. Who's going to be there and why? Well, not you don't even have to tell me why. Just who's going to be there in a month's time? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Do you rate Parramatta as a genuine premiership threat? Kind of have to, don't you? They've been in Penrith twice. They've been in Melbourne twice. They look good. Can they go all the way? And the Melbourne Storm, are you concerned that they may not get through uh, to grand final day. I don't think they will. Uh, I, I can't see them doing it. I think they could easily get to the preliminary final. But, yeah, just on form, I'm not sure. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It's nine past five. Yes, very busy show this morning. Charlie Goodsir to preview the rest of the NRL in about 10 or 15 minutes. We'll have a US Open update as well with Chris Perkins. Asking you, we're a month out from the grand final. It's our Makita power play this morning. This season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. Asking, who do you think will be there on grand final day in exactly a month's time? Yeovil Treeman has kicked us off saying, Hi, Dan. My prediction for the grand final is Penrith and Cronulla. Cronulla. Yes. Uh, look, my only question mark on Cronulla is the easy draw they've kind of had, but we'll wait and see. Thank you, Yeovil Treeman. Uh, we'll return to Rugby League, as I say, with Charlie Goodsir shortly, but let's turn our attention to the English Premier League. Jonathan Gallo on the line. Morning, John. Morning, Dan. Uh, now, we will do the road to the World Cup next week, just a bit short on time this morning with a jam-packed Friday edition of the show. We should also make mention, John, as well, Allianz Stadium opening, of course, tonight. And if you are heading along there, NRLW at 5.40. Uh, Half-price drinks as well between 5 and 7. But the Matildas are going to be in action there. I think it's Tuesday. So, uh, big weekend at Allianz with the game tonight, or the two games tonight, and then the Rugby Union and also the Matildas on Tuesday. So we might talk about that when we chat on Tuesday. But let's have a look at the EPL. There is a game going on at the moment between Leicester City and Man United. And 14 minutes gone in that game. And it is Leicester City and Man United nil all. Look, we'll get back to that game. Let's just whip through some of the results from the past two days because, John, we've had a midweek round of um, the English Premier League, so we saw Crystal Palace and Brentford have a one-all draw. Fulham beat Brighton 2-1. What about this result, though? Southampton 2 over Chelsea 1. 
Yeah, well, it's a, a slow stuttering start continues a little bit for, for Chelsea, unfortunately. I don't know what the issues are at, at the moment for Thomas Tuchel, but he needs to, to quickly sort that out. He's uh, obviously going to invest heavily into the transfer market. Farvan is coming along with from Leicester with a with a quite a, a hefty fee, so he's bolstering his squad to try and address some of these problems. But uh, yeah, Southampton were great. They were at the races. They were buzzing along from from the start right down to the end. Obviously, playing at home, they need to get their first three points of that season, and they've done exactly that. Where Chelsea have just uh, been limping along. So uh, yeah, they've got a struggling start, and uh, they'll need to turn things around pretty quickly if they want to get back into the uh, into the top four. Yeah, surprising result. Southampton 2, Chelsea 1. Uh, really just quickly on this one, Leeds United and Everton 1 all. Both teams having a bit of a stop-start start to the season, especially Leeds. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit inconsistent from, from Leeds now. They're falling into some, some pretty average performances, but they're still scraping along with getting these uh, these goals and all the points in the world, particularly you know early on in the season, really helps. So uh, they'll be a little bit disappointed given out home in this one that they slipped up against the struggling Everton side. But at the same time, they'll be happy to get the point. I think for Frank Lampard, more than anyone, he'd be disappointed they didn't try and get three points. Um, it was a very tight, even game between both sides. But I think in the end, Leeds United in the second half really came at Everton. So I think Everton were lucky to walk away with a draw in the end, I have to say. But uh, yeah, I think for, for Frank Lampard, still struggling uh, with this side and uh, yeah there's a lot of problems there as well that he'll need to address and there's a little bit of talk that potentially he could be uh, another manager sacked from uh, from the Premier League if he doesn't get his act together so uh, yeah worrying signs for, for Evertonian fans out there that's that's for sure yeah Bournemouth and Wolves had a nil all draw Man City 6 over Nottingham Forest nil yeah, well, Man City, this was a bit of a training run in the end, wasn't it? So for Manchester City, obviously, Holland grabs his, uh, his hat-trick in this game in the first 38 minutes. They go 3-0 up, and uh, I think Nottingham got a bit of a welcome to the Premier League style of performance from the uh, from the Man City players, and uh, they were just fantastic all across the park. Man City, as expected, they've just been unbeatable so far in the last couple of weeks, really sending a message across throughout the whole Premier League how good of a side they are with Holland in the squad. Um, scary, really, to think. But Nottingham, look, they were a little bit obviously devastated. They didn't get into uh, into the rhythm of things early on, and uh, got Man City in front so early to chase a, a lead so early into the game was always going to go against them, unfortunately. But uh, great result for, for Man City. Yeah, and the other games, and I'll get you to quickly wrap up all of these. Arsenal two, Aston Villa one. West Ham and Tottenham had a one-all draw. But what about the ending to the Liverpool Newcastle game? Liverpool two, Newcastle one. Newcastle were leading one nil and then Liverpool got a goal I think it was about the 60th minute to get to one all and then uh, in this I think it was the 8th minute of injury time Liverpool get the winner vital win for Liverpool as well yeah, important win. Came with a controversy, as you said, because it was given five minutes extra stoppage time, uh, and then suddenly it went out to about eight minutes injury time when uh, Liverpool finally grabbed the uh, the winning goal. So a little bit of controversy there, but uh, in the end, Liverpool got the, the three points, and uh, feel for Newcastle because it did come under a little bit of controversy. They were initially told five extra minutes, and as I said, it blew out to eight minutes, and that's when Liverpool grabbed the winner. So you've got to feel for Newcastle. I think they started the game very, very well. They played some nice, expansive football got Liverpool on the back foot uh, quite a lot in that first half and, and throughout that second half as well but uh, obviously Liverpool made some right changes Harvey Everett played really well in midfield Fabinho was, was fantastic Henderson as well and then obviously Firmino and Salah up front 
Luis Diaz provide a lot of energy as well. So once those players start getting to the rhythm of things, Liverpool started to assert their uh, their dominance a little bit on the game. But uh, great win, tough win, vitally three points for them, particularly that they're at home as well, Liverpool, and they'll be very pleased to continue their way up the uh, the Premier League ladder. Obviously, Arsenal and Aston Villa. I watched this one as well. Villa, you know, were a little bit unlucky at times. They provide a little bit of pressure on Arsenal. Uh, came back to one all for, for quite some time there, midway through the second half. But in the end, Arsenal got their desperate winner uh, through wonderful Gabriel Martinelli winner. So that'll be fantastic. They're undefeated, five from five now, 15 points, sitting still on top of the ladder. So Mikel Arteta will be absolutely thrilled about that. Uh, and obviously West Ham and Tottenham is mm. up a little bit uh, with a with a, a draw at uh, West Ham, which is a difficult place to play. West Ham, London Stadium, is absolutely packed to the brim. West Ham were unlucky not to get the uh, the three points. I think. They played some really good football, put some pressure on the, uh, the Spurs players and uh, can attack really well. But unfortunately for both sides, they only walk out with a point. So, uh, yeah, Conte's men slipped up a little bit here. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll make up for it uh, in due course. All right, let's whip through the games coming up this week, Candice. I say there's a game playing now, 20 minutes gone, Leicester City and Man United, nil all. Meanwhile, tomorrow night, 9.30pm, John Everton at take on Liverpool. Yeah, big derby, Merseyside derby. Doesn't get any better than this. Talk about rivalries. Last time I was on the show, this one probably tops the list in the Premier League. Uh, the history between both these clubs is is phenomenal. Obviously, uh, Goodison Park will be uh, packed to the brim and be buzzing along with this one. Uh, look, it's, it's interesting to see how this goes. I mean, if Frank Lampard slips up here with no three points, I'll be interested to see what uh, his Monday morning meet with the CEO and the board will be like. It won't be pleasant, but Jurgen Klopp will be desperate to get his side still on the winning form and uh, bring that consistency to his side. So, vital game, vital three points for both for both managers, that's for sure. All right, uh, I'll get through uh, the rest of these games pretty quickly. Tottenham-Fulham? Tottenham-Fulham be interesting. Oh, I think with Spurs clipping up against West Ham, it won't be any easy against Fulham. I mean, Fulham obviously have been in wonderful form themselves and, uh, you know, got a really vital point, three points against Brighton, 2-1. So, you know, that's an informed Brighton side as well, not easy to play by any stretch. So, yeah, they'll be looking to, uh, you know, again, get the wood over Tottenham if they can. So it's a danger game for Spurs. They'll have to be wary, particularly given they have the draw against West Ham. So interesting and a big game to, to watch. I'll be very keen to see what the result here is in the end. All right. Uh, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth in one word. Who's going to win this one? <laughs> Oh, I'm going to go Nottingham. Nottingham. Okay, all right. Bournemouth sacked their manager after, what, 25 days in the Premier League. Uh, Chelsea, West Ham. Yeah, London Derby here, so I'm going to lean towards West Ham. I think Chelsea are really struggling at the moment. All right, Brentford will play Leeds United. Got to go Leeds. I think Leeds will uh, you know, get the three points here. All right, uh, also uh, Wolves play Southampton. Wolves-Southampton, interesting one. I think Wolves are finding a little bit of form slowly, but surely playing some decent football. Expect Wolves to get uh, the three points. Newcastle hosts Crystal Palace. Newcastle, well, they've had some good win, uh, well, good draw on the weekend against Spurs, so I think, uh, yeah, expect them to get the, uh, the three points. Aston Villa-Man City, this is Sunday morning at 230 We've got to land towards Man City. They put uh, they put Nottingham to the sword six 0 so I can only see them putting Villa to the sword when adding to Steven Gerrard's woes as well as manager. So um, you got a little bit of pressure on him, the Villa manager, and I think this will only add to it, unfortunately, from Man City. Brighton and Leicester City. Slip up from uh, Brighton against Fulham, losing two one. Leicester at the moment playing Man United, playing some decent football. Oh, I think Leicester might get the, the three points. And this will be an interesting one next Monday morning at one thirty. Man United up against Arsenal. 
Yeah, interesting to see. This is probably the biggest test for Arsenal. It's come early uh, against Man United. They've had a bit of an easy run so far. Um, but right now, I can see Man United getting the uh, opening goal of the game against Leicester. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be probably a draw, to be honest. OK, going to be very, very interesting indeed. We will continue our road to the World Cup as well next week when we've got a bit more time. John, great stuff. Enjoy the weekend of EPL. We'll discuss it all again on Tuesday. Will do, mate. Look after yourself and talk soon. Yes, you too, mate. Jonathan Gallo talking all things football. 23 and a half past five, 0457 736 736 or 1300-01-1170. Just before a break, and we'll have a chat with Charlie Goodsir to preview uh, the round of NRL. AFL last night, the first final, elimination final, and Brisbane has ended Richmond's season in a heart-stopping two-point elimination win at the Gabba in one of the games of the year. 16-10, 106 over Richmond. 16-8, 104. Uh, And the last-minute goal and a dramatic score review. The game had everything. Uh, Did you watch it? Brisbane Lions through 16-10, 106, defeating Richmond. 16-8, 104. Brisbane will now play the loser of the Melbourne Demons and the Sydney Swans. So there you go. That will be next week. And, of course, Melbourne Demons and Sydney Swans, they play tonight uh, in a qualifying final at the MCG. No 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. Don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. Break and back with our NRL preview with Charlie Goodsir. It's 25 past five. Welcome back, Tradies News. In a nutshell, it is Friday morning. It's the 2nd of September 2022. 1-300-01-1170. The phone number 0457-736-736 to get in touch. Charlie Goodsir, being a Friday morning, is in the studio with me. Morning, Charlie. Morning. Happy Friday. Yes, happy Friday. It's been a day that a lot of people have been waiting for, have marked on the calendar the opening of Allianz Stadium tonight. We will get get to that in just a second but a question i'm posing the listeners this morning we're exactly a month out from the grand final today the 2nd of october if you had to put two teams and i know i'm putting you on the spot if you had to put two teams heading to the final series that will be there on grand final day right now charlie who are the two teams? Well, Penrith is definitely one. Yep. Um, I think it's... Not surprised it'll, to it'll, hear that. It'll be a failed season if they don't even make the grand final. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of pressure on them. Mm. I've wrestled with this. Yep. I've wrestled with Team Destiny or Team Dynasty. Ooh. And Team Destiny, for me, is the Sharks. Sharks, okay. Uh, team Dynasty is the Storm. Storm. And I think my heart is telling me the Sharks, but my head's telling me the Storm. And I always listen to my head. So I'm going to go the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, interesting you mentioned the Sharks. Uh, I think they're still... Look, they've been very good, but uh, they have had a pretty soft draw heading into the finals. But we will talk about that a little later on. Look, before we get to the rest of the last final regular round of the NRL, let's just have a quick look at the NRLW. And what about this? Uh, Tonight at 5.40pm, the NRLW gets to open Allianz Stadium. The Sydney Roosters taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. So not only at Allianz tonight do you have, obviously, Roosters sounds, but you've also got the NRLW at 5.40pm. 
of forty. And also, whilst the NRLW is on, half price drinks uh, between five and seven pm. So you can watch the Roosters and the Dragons go to the bar, come back, and apparently, even from this new stadium, you can even watch the footy at the bar. That is so awesome. You can grab an $8 beer instead of a $16 <laughs> beer. Exactly. How good. And exactly. also a grand final rematch mm. as well between uh, these two sides. Yep. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to go St. George because mm. I think they've got that fire in the belly yes. um, of, of last year's grand final. They were the favourites to win that game. Yep. And they were, they were leading and... And yeah, just I think the Roosters just the the class just shone above, and and I think it would be great party poopers for St George to ruin the opening of the stadium. But get, how how good I think yeah. the half price drinks is. I mean, I did make a joke about it, but I think that's great. Mm. Um, if you can get there early, get there. I mean, the it, it's going to be so fantastic, and yep. you can get to experience the stand before it gets absolutely packed. I agreed, and I said yesterday on the show, on a serious note, that I think you probably should get out there earlier if you are going tonight. Um, I'm aiming to get there at about five thirty, six o'clock, just to see what the stadium is like, have a wander around. Absolutely. Maybe have a couple of drinks as well, of course. Uh, the other NRLW games, Broncos-Titans tomorrow at ten past one. Uh, just out of interest, are you timing the Titans in that one? <laughs> <laughs> no? No, I'm going to tip the Broncos. Okay, at Sunday at midday, the Knights and the Eels. You'd be tipping the Knights. I am tipping the Knights. Sitting uh, in second position. They look great. Mm. Get get them in the NRL. Get them the actual, you know, the, the men's competition. They'll, be, yeah. they'll, you know, show the men how it's done. That They probably will. They can't be uh, much worse. And they're doing great job sitting in second position at the moment. All right, uh, big game last night. We've got, look, we've got a few interesting games throughout the course of the weekend. This is not one of them. Uh, tonight, 6 o'clock, Bulldogs taking on the Manly Seagulls at a core stadium. Look, it's interesting. We were speaking during the week, and we were talking about the Bulldogs and how during that middle part of the year, it looked like they had, middle to end part of the year, it looked like they had been playing better footy, and look, they had. But I think you said to me that throughout the year, they've only won six games. Yeah. And two of them were with Trent Barrett. Yeah, exactly. I think... Um I think we've kind of romanticised a little bit of the um, of what they've done this year, and not, not to diminish uh, diminish anything because they have been far better and they look a lot better in their losses as well. Mm. Um, apart from a few blowouts in the end of the season, that's that's totally normal. I think you know the the honeymoon for Mick Potter is sort of over, and mm. I think we've still got that hangover a little bit. Mm. And I agree, they don't have that many wins if you really look at the the win loss tally. Mm. I think to make this season end on a really good high note and leave fans satisfied with the season considering where it started wanting more yeah wanting more they need to win this game and I think they will Mm. Um, wouldn't surprise me if Manly do win this game but the spirit of Manly has been absolutely broken for weeks now so I I don't really see them doing much I was in Melbourne last week when that Raiders Manly game was on and I wasn't actually watching it I must admit it but I, I, I did I watched the first 20 minutes of it and then I went to a different place that didn't have it on Surprise, surprise. Um, and I kept checking the scores, and it just kept going up and up and up. And I'm thinking, this manly season is just going from bad to worse. Uh, worse. I'm with you. I think the Bulldogs will win. Um, and I actually think they might win convincingly. And I think they mm. might end the season on a high. Uh, if you look at both of the clubs heading into 2023, and I know that's a long way away, I think the Bulldogs have a lot more potential than Manly if you base it on what has happened over the last five or six weeks of the competition. Yeah, absolutely. And with Kieran Foran also leaving for the Gold Coast mm. as well, you've got Viliami Kickout coming in, Reid Marnie coming in for the Bulldogs. There's a lot to be excited about as a Bulldogs fan. And uh, they've been on the bottom for a while now, so it's good to, good to see him uh, 
Fans going with a hope for the season. All right, 7.55 tonight at Allianz Stadium. The Sydney Roosters taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. You're going, aren't you? Yes, yes, yes I am. You, you'll be out there. Uh, this is an interesting game. Let's just take away from Allianz Stadium just for a second. And look, it's hard because it is going to be sold out. We very rarely see a, a regular in inverted commas game sold out. Maybe Anzac Day is probably the only one that can really stand out aside from this game. Both teams playing for a home final. Roosters had a very hard match last week. I thought South Sydney were good against the Cowboys although it just wasn't at that same level as the Storm Roosters game of last Friday night. How much impact that will have, we'll have to wait and see. The Roosters, though, are without a couple of players, but the Rabbitohs, as we know, have some COVID dramas. And the other interesting thing about this match is, um, well, they could, depending on what has happened and what will happen, um, play again each other, play against each other again next week. So this is just going to be, it's just going to add fuel to the fire. Matt, I, I think the South's uh, Roosters rivalry kind of died down a little bit. Yep. It dimmed down. I mean, it's, it's always been the, the best rivalry in the NRL, in my opinion, just because of that history. But in the past few weeks, especially with the stadium yep. wars, it's really come back to life and sell out stadium, a new stadium. It looks fantastic. Cannot wait to be there. Mm. I think South's going to win this one. Mm. I, I, they've got the, the, um, Got the wood over the yeah, roosters, they've got the wood yeah. over the roosters at the moment. We heard Wally the Statsman yesterday. They've won the past four convincingly as well. Both mm. double-digit, or all of them being double-digit margins. Mm. And I think there's been so much, you know, verbal warfare with Nick Politis getting involved, like Solly getting involved, Jason Demetrius out with COVID. Yes. It, all the narratives are coming to fruition for this game. It's fantastic. I, I just think that history with Souths at the moment, this recent history, their dominance will mm. be enough to beat the Roosters. And you know what's also interesting, and I was speaking to a few Roosters people, I'm going to tip the Roosters, but I think it could go either way. Um, a lot of people saying that the Roosters, might, it might not be the worst thing in the world for them to lose a game. And you look at the draw, the Roosters, the Eels, the Storm, there's other teams in there as well have had leading into the finals. It's basically been finals intensity, and you expect this to be the same tonight, at least leading into the game. Some games haven't lived up to that expectation but if the Roosters are to win tonight and then go on to win the competition as some are predicting they'll at least be there in grand final day they'd have to win 12 in a row and that is a hard thing to do not saying they can't do it um I think they win though I think at the opening of Allianz Stadium Souths would love nothing more to spoil the party but I think the Roosters will get them but I think it'll be close yeah I, I think uh winning gets Allianz Stadium <laughs> that's a bet that uh that should be put on not sure Nick Politis would agree with you on <laughs> no. that one but looking forward to it 42 43,000 people out there uh really looking forward to it and yeah as we said earlier I'd be getting out there as early as possible to be honest take in uh, everything um now Warriors Titans 3 p.m. tomorrow afternoon back in New Zealand actually speaking of sold out crowds this one sold out as well which is great to see both clubs have had better years. Um, I think the Warriors still a lot better than the Titans. Now, you've tipped the Titans basically all year, bar one or two weeks. Are you going to give them one more go against the sold-out, packed-house Warriors in New Zealand? I'm going to leave everyone at a bit of suspense uh, ah. for a little while because I just want to have a quick aside um, about uh, this match and it being sold out yep. because I think uh, a few weeks ago, uh, Vodafone, the sponsor of the Warriors bought all the tickets and mm. released them free to the public and just mm. said just go on the website and just get um, you know 
follow the links to get your free ticket, mm. which I think is a fantastic initiative. I just want to make a quick aside about that. Mm. Um, to all you supporters of me, uh, to me in the Titans, you'll be disappointed for the final round yeah. of the home and away season. It's at home. It's at Mount Smart Stadium. So I'm going to tip the Warriors. Yeah, I think the Warriors as well. I'd be very surprised to see the Titans win uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, yeah, I think the Warriors. And it would be a good, nice way for everything they have done for the game over the past three years. And now things hopefully returning and staying normal. Uh, they'll be back in New Zealand next year. Still a bit of chatter around how many games they'll be playing in New Zealand as well. I dare say that may well pick up towards or after the end of the season in that sort of month or six weeks between the end of the season and when the draw comes out. Yes, Warriors for me. Now, this is a crucial game. Dragons up against Brisbane tomorrow night, 5.30 out at Cogra Jubilee Stadium. The Broncos, five or six weeks ago, they're in the top four. Their past month of football has been atrocious, in in particular the past two weeks. The Dragons are playing at home. Now, they're not going to be playing for a top eight spot. The Broncos still potentially are. If they win, they give themselves a chance. I'm finding this one really hard to tip because you would expect the Broncos to give everything they can to get themselves at least in a position where maybe if the Tigers can cause an upset, they go into the top eight. But I still think the Dragons might get them. I think the Dragons win this one, and they win this one pretty easily. Mm. A bit like Manly, the spirit of the Broncos is gone. Mm. They have thrown away a top eight chance, a top four chance, really. Mm. And I, I, I agree that they're a young side who came out of the gate bolting and, and were this amazing story at the start of the season. And I think, and I, I've seen a bit of um, chat about Selwyn Cobbo, you know, mm. being rescued, he's tired. And I disagree with a lot of what people are saying in terms of, oh, well, he shouldn't be, you know, playing rugby league or he needs to learn about it. He's young. He, he, he's young. He had a massive origin series, got concussed in that brutal game three. Um, it's, it's been a big year for him. It's been a big year for those players. So I give them, I cut a little bit of slack. What I won't cut slack for is 60 points, mm. 53 points, mm. just leaking points, mm. missing easy tackles, because that's not anything skill-wise. It's just attitude and just, you know, caring about the game. Mm. They're gone. They're shot. Um Broncos will not win this game. And a lot of it the time as well, when teams are on that kind of, oh, and I will use the word roll, it's a bad roll, you don't want to be on that sort of form slump, um, it's very hard to turn around. And as much as this game could mean a lot for Brisbane, I just don't, I, I just can't see it happening. And even if they do make the top eight, and we, maybe something we talk about next week. It's a big if. <laughs> They're probably going to get smashed in the first week of the finals. M- making up the numbers. Yep, exactly. So I reckon uh, Dragons at Jubilee Stadium. Uh, the next game, 7.30 tomorrow night. Cowboys Panthers up at Townsville. Normally, well, I still think this would be a hard game to tip regardless. The Panthers, though, now missing basically their whole squad. I still expect them to put up a good effort. But I think the Cowboys win. Yeah, the Panthers have got good depth. I mean, we saw that during the Origin series as well. Um, and I've seen a lot of chat again online of people, you know, angry that the Panthers are arresting so many mm. players. Tough luck. I mean, they they've been by far and away the best team of the season. Well, they've they earned the right. They've earned the right to do that. And if you look at the flip side, how I'd look at it if, if I'm an opposition side. I'm looking at this as a bit of an insult, Mm. that we're so good, we don't even need to put our best teams forward. Mm. Use that as an insult. So the Cowboys should really use that motivation, and I think they will. I think Todd Payton is by far and away coach of the year. Mm. He'll use this whole scenario as, let's put a score on them. Let's remind the Panthers and the rest of the competition that we are a very good side. Mm. Um, 
and other teams should take note if they come up against them in the finals that they should smack them. Ah, the Cowboys over the Panthers. I agree with you as well. I think the Cowboys will win. You know, honestly, as well with the Cowboys, I look at them and they've sort of gone under the radar a bit over the past few weeks because they've lost to the Roosters, they've lost mm. to South Sydney. That, as you said, they need to improve. Uh, just quickly through these other two games as well, Newcastle and the Sharks. Your beloved Newcastle, can they cause a major upset against the Sharks? No. No? No. Okay. That, that's all I'm going to say on it. It's been a, a crap year. The Sharks continue on their roll and at home as well uh, for your final so, game so, so of the year. So that's guaranteed a 30-point loss. And finally, this game, if Brisbane are to win, will be, well, I think everyone will be tuning into this one, the West Tigers taking on the Canberra Raiders Leichhardt Oval. A lot of it, I think, depends on what this game means when it gets to Sunday afternoon. I expect the Tigers to try their best. I expect it to be close, but I still think the Raiders win. Leichhardt does give an added... I think Leichhardt helps the Tigers, though. Yeah, Leichhardt Oval is is one of my favourite grounds in Mm. in the world. It is such a fun ground. It's close to the city. It's close to where I've lived. It's such a heartland in the inner west. Uh, That means squat. Uh, The Tigers are going to get spanked. Okay, there you go. The Tigers are going to end their season on a very low note. So you have the Raiders in your top eight in eighth position. Just very quickly, 30 seconds or less, Swans or Demons tonight? Uh, The Sydney Swans win tonight. Uh, They play Melbourne very well. They play the MCG very well, and they're coming in in red-hot form. All right, looking forward to that. A huge night of football in both codes. Thank you, Charlie. We will speak next Friday when we will have the finals of the NRL beginning. Yeah, very exciting. Just a quick shout-out to my dad today. He's turning... Oh, I forget what he's turning, but it's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to him. Regular listener, I'm sure, to Tradies News in a nutshell. Thank you, Charlie. We'll take a break. Come back with more on this Friday morning. Yeah, busy show. Good to have you company. 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111. 70 breakfast not too far away through SEN 1170 AM with Vossi and Brandy through SEN 693 AM Brisbane, SEN Q693 AM Brisbane and SEN 1620 Gold Coast. It will be Padded Hills. I'll tell you what's coming up on the respective breakfast show shortly, but time for a US Open update. We do it thanks to Kennard Hi- Kennard's Hire. Head in to Kennard's Hire for their two-for-one offer. Chris Perk on the line, Chris. As I say good morning to you, we were messaging each other yesterday. Serena Williams, what a victory. The party not over just yet. No, the party goes on <laughs> for another night in Flushing. Yeah, three-set win over uh, the uh, two-seed uh, mm. uh, Annette Contevic. What a what a match! I mean, it, it was it was two and a half hours of some of the most enthralling tennis you'll ever watch. Mm. It was back and forth. First set was even. Contavine had the second set pretty much in control, and then Serena. I don't know where she finds that reserve, but she found it at forty-one years old. Found that reserve and had a great third set. Wound up closing out the match, and, and you could just see the. The, the confidence, the just the the there was an air of despair almost at at the end, the final game uh, 
when when Kantui was on serve was serving and Serena was just blowing her away in the final game. You could just see the the air just being taken out of her. It, it was it was tough to watch. I felt so bad for Kantovic to be in that situation as the two seed, having to play in such an emotional match, and really, and I, I'm not going to call it a hostile crowd against her because they you know they were polite, but they were very pro Serena. All twenty four thousand inside Arthur Ashe last night. I felt bad for, her, but at the same time, I felt so good for Serena because we don't want the party to end and it's not she gets another night on center court no and you said 800 you sent me a message 800 dollars uh potentially to get a ticket to that next match that serena williams is playing in yeah that's what i saw last night uh i just looked uh the get-in price right now for prime for night session tomorrow inside Arthur Ashe, running about five hundred bucks. That gets you a seat up at the top of the stadium so high you need a Sherpa to assist you to get to it. We're we're talking literally the top of Arthur Ashe. Uh tonight, uh Venus and Serena, they have their first round doubles match. Mm. It is in prime time inside Arthur Ashe. When's the last time you saw a first round doubles match? at a slam on center court in prime time. Yeah, I can't recall one. You would not see it. Uh, you would not see it at all. Uh, your tip, Nick Kyrgios, uh, he dropped a set but still looked pretty good yesterday. Yeah, looked good. A four-set win uh, in his match. It was interesting. 4-4 uh, in the fourth. Uh, Nick's on serve. Nick is serving, and he's facing three break points. And it was like at that moment, Nick decided he's going to stop screwing around. Mm. He wound up winning the next five points in that game and, and then got the break to win the match at love. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it, was like, it was like he went from uh, puttering around in second gear to slamming it into overdrive. There were a few, there were a few mini blow-ups from Nick, but you know he did well. He handled himself well, and he's into the third round. And just before we let you go, there's some of the big results from overnight Australian time as uh, this day continues. We'll go for another six or seven hours. But what have been uh, the big results so far? Yeah, big one. Four uh, C Paula Pedros on the women's side upset by Petra. Martich, uh, six seven six one six two. So the four seed is out. Uh, Iga Swiatek, uh, the top seed on the women's side, she's through. She beat Sloan Stevens six three six three. So a, a, a comfortable win for the top seed to move on to round number three, and uh, several other upsets. Uh, uh, Krejcikova lost in three sets. Uh, the 23 seed, Lila Fernandez, the 14 seed, out in straight sets. 15 seed, uh, Beatrice Hadid Maia, out in straight sets as well. Uh, Bianca Andreescu, uh, the Canadian, beat her in straight sets last night. So. A lot of upsets and a wide-open women's field. Lots of seeds going down already. Another exciting day. Looking forward to a big weekend at the U.S. Open. We will wrap it all up on Monday morning. Thank you, Chris. Sounds good. Have a good day. Thanks, mate. Chris Perkins in uh, the USA. We do that for Kennards Hire. Head into Kennards Hire for their two-for-one offer. So just recapping after last night's win by the Parramatta Eels over the Melbourne Storm, 22 points to 14. means a lot of the final series is already decided. Uh, Penrith will play Parramatta uh, in a qualifying final 
I would imagine that would be Friday night, but we'll wait and see what happens with that one. Sharks will play the Cowboys second play third. We just don't know where just yet. The Storm will host an elimination final uh, against either the Broncos or the Raiders. And the Roosters and Souths, who play tonight at the opening of Allianz Stadium, will meet again next week. The only question mark on that one is where exactly that is going to be played. Uh, that will be determined tonight on whoever wins, either be Allianz or Court Stadium. So, a uh, big night tonight at Allianz Stadium. Of course, the NRLW, 5.40pm into the NRL at 7.55 in front of a sold-out uh, house. EPL, half-time. Man United won. They lead Leicester City nil. Uh, away from home, Manchester United leading. So, a bit of a shaky start to the season, but doing pretty well. Fossey and Brandy will be joined by Alex Carey, David Riccio as well, and Pat in Hills, uh, Tom Gilbert from the Cowboys will join them as well. Plus, Chris Nelson Tom Hackett and Brett Phillips to wrap up the tennis action. Thanks for your company this week. Have a good weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday morning from 5am. Stand by for the news and then breakfast is next. See you Monday, 5am. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.